0: Head over to bombus.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Exit Adventure. I am Matt.
1: I am Dory.
0: We are cruising into episode, what is, 39 now? So 39, I think, yeah. 39, I think we'd remember turning 40, right? Uh, yeah. We're very close to a third bonus episode. We're at 950 iTunes reviews. So that means only 50 of you, five zero, have to step up and just write a five-star iTunes review. Yeah. That you, re- don't know.
1: you don't even have to write the review.
0: Yeah, you can just leave you a five-star review. Five so if stars. you don't even want to write something just leave a five-star review and we're going to be fully appreciative and get a full episode full bonus episode is going to come to you guys uh that includes canada uk and australia so if you guys want to write one and let us know about it we'd appreciate it only 50 more people to go
1: yep do it
0: dory says thanks for leaving amazon reviews
1: thank you everyone for leaving amazon reviews i really appreciate it
0: anything else you want to say about reviews
1: um if you want to like the good reviews that's always helpful as well
0: that's true and also please go to goodreads
1: and and leave a nice review
0: we'd like to carpet bomb goodreads with good reviews assuming you liked the book yeah
1: if you didn't like the book if
0: you didn't like the book stay away from goodreads just
1: keep it to yourself
0: uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, don't do
1: anything like restart your goodreads account just to leave a one-star review for my book
0: like that one person who did that Mm -hmm. super cool of them yeah i mean really to hate something that much is very impressive
1: i know like there is a part of me that's like well she really felt very strongly about it
0: uh so but startup is great it's getting rave reviews all over the place new york times loved it that's true uh dory's husband matt loved it yeah
1: he did Um, much to his surprise
0: had no idea she had that much talent in her little fingers, guys. Aww. But she did. She typed it all out and uh, put it in a book form, and now it's available as an e book in the UK, Australia, South Africa, New Zealand and you can pre-order the hardcover in the uk and it's available at the end of august
1: yeah i I assume it will also be available in australia south africa new zealand but it doesn't show up on amazon so i'm trying to get to the
0: bottom of that Uh, is the hardcover the american hardcover yes yeah interesting uk way to come around on being the uk please order the book have a good have a read have a good read and Um, then sign up and tell goodreads how much you liked it Uh, Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash adventure. That's where you can go.
1: It is really hopping in there. Popping. Yeah. You know what's awesome about it? I mean, I know I say this like every episode. You do. But. I'm going to guess. Now that we have, we have like over 2,200 people in the group. Uh Uh-huh. And literally within like five minutes of someone posting something, someone responds.
0: Right. It's amazing. It's a it's a it's a source. I mean, you don't have to wait a week for a response like you do when you hear the email on the podcast. I know
1: it's like we're almost making ourselves obsolete. Let's do it. Also, there are people in the Facebook group who don't listen to the podcast.
0: Oh, listen! If that works for them, that yeah. works for them.
1: Like there's one woman who was like, I think her husband listens to the podcast. Maybe her husband's listen. Her husband listens to one of your pod. I don't know. Uh-huh. Somehow her husband was involved, and she was like, I don't listen to podcasts, but I'm here.
0: Oh okay. Well, that's good. No, that's cool. Welcome. Yeah. We welcome everyone. Uh, you can go to our website com. You can do all sorts of things there up to and including donating. And uh, we'd appreciate that as tomorrow we're paying 19,000 dollars. 17 plus the $2,000 procedure.
1: No, that that includes the $2,000. Oh guys, procedure.
0: we just got a $2,000 discount in my mind. So <laughs> you know what? Don't donate. <laughs> uh email us Dorian matt at gmail.com and matt and gmail.com and the phone number of course is 413-461 baby we have right. an update oh wait we have an update on us yeah what's our update
1: um yeah i, I you we, we wanted to skip so quickly to the emails
0: i was just you know head down power through here
1: oh wow, interesting yeah
0: i just really want everyone to get their excellent fix
1: all the eggheads
0: all the eggheads all the all the all the super donors who have gotten their signed copies of uh,
1: startup a, Start a novel
0: uh, for being awesome and supporting us on patreon yeah um, those people are excellent
1: yeah they're excellent eggheads excellent eggheads yeah so so tomorrow I go in for a hysteroscopy. yes they're going to put a camera up my vagina mm-hmm And just see what's happening in there. I imagine it will be very uncomfortable.
0: I am very sad because I will not be attending. I know. Your hysteroscopy. I'm sad too. I will be at work because it is our table reads for episodes one and two of the fifth season of the Goldbergs. I know. Um... Any other table read, I would be like, "Gotta go." Yeah, That's the first one. I know it's gonna be what we're doing all week till God knows when.
1: I know. It's just yeah. the you know it's it's just the 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 way the world works. Bo is very antsy tonight.
0: He's you know bopping around. I know, like a little big bopper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so tomorrow cameras are going up there. We're checking out Dory's endometrial layer, and we're gonna see when is the optimal time. For peak stress in our lives. AKA, yeah.
1: I've been putting progesterone up there yep. twice a day.
0: Uh, her diva cup runneth over.
1: Uh, no, I didn't even really, I didn't need a diva cup. In fact, until I started the ones today, which are the, the biggest, do- the highest dose, mm-hmm. 200 milligrams, they start you at 25 milligrams twice a day. Yeah. And then you do 50, then you do 100. Are you listening to Bo wander around? Yeah, he's really
0: pitter patter. I
1: know. He wants to go outside. Oh.
0: Oh, there he goes. Oh, he figured it out.
1: Matt got these like $29. I got
0: these the magnetic like, bug screen.
1: Magnetic bug screen. Which to you, go I,
0: I saw on an infomercial.
1: Over our French doors that didn't have screens and bugs were like we had so many flies. These
0: are not really French doors. They measure 29 by I think. No, Those it's 30. French they're doors. 36 inches wide and some odd inches long but they're barely french doors they are, like they half open.
1: They're florida they're, they're fl- half but they're panes of glass and they they're double doors.
0: Yeah, but they're only those the width french of doors. like a regular door. So I think a french doors is massive doors. No. Well, those are french doors. That's what I think of them.
1: Anyway, Bo well. Bo finally bo we taught Bo how to go through the screen. But he's still like a little hesitant about it. Cuz it opens
0: up because they're con- it's connected with magnets. Yeah. And then Bo sometimes is afraid of going through. Sometimes he'll just go through.
1: Sometimes he tries to go through the side.
0: Which is Velcroed to the to the frame. Which is
1: not the way we want him to go through. Right. Um, anyway, so tomorrow I'm doing this thing. We already did the first biopsy. I don't even know what the results of that were. Um, because they're in New Haven. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she'll tell me tomorrow. I don't maybe. know. Um, and... Yeah, and then she says we're going to do a transfer in August.
0: That's the plan, everybody. Yeah, seventeen thousand and ten dollars later. Yep, ten dollars for the valet parking.
1: I feel like at by the end the, we're going to be spending like at least a hundred dollars on valet parking, if not more.
0: Oh, by the time we've gone to all of our appointments, yeah. Ugh, that's so gross.
1: I know. I'm going to try to find street parking.
0: <sighs> Please donate to the podcast at excellentadventure.com.
1: Although, here's my worry about finding street parking tomorrow. They want me to be there at
0: 9.15. You have to be there at 9.15? Yes. Jeez, Louise.
1: And I just know that they're not going to be on time.
0: Boy, I feel awful about missing this appointment.
1: Well, it is what it is. Ugh. There's no point in you feeling awful because you can't make it. And
0: I just have so many things that I'm going to need time for mm-hmm. as we get closer to the actual retrieval. Transfer. That's right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is we're doing.
1: Yeah, we're not doing another retrieval, honey. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, I'm not ready to get to the emails.
0: Are you still talking?
1: Yeah, I am still talking.
0: About what? Parking? How much parking we're spending money on? This seems uh, like too much. I think we're going to be fine. Hello. What?
1: You just disconnected our microphones.
0: No, the headphones. They didn't hear any of that.
1: Oh. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 it's it, You got very depressed when I told you um, that they had called with our bill. Mm-hmm. Even though we had discussed the bill previously.
0: I know, but I thought it was like 12. I thought that was our bill.
1: I think it was 14.
0: Well, there's just something. Once it jumps past the $15,000 mark yeah, that really makes it uh, like... Uh, apply pressure to my chest. Yeah. In a way that, uh, you know, I don't care for, I don't know if you're familiar with the, what it's like out in uh, Los Angeles, California, but I do 9,000 things and still don't make enough money. And we have to pay so much for this dummy round.
1: (laughs) I know. And Uh, you know what I was thinking today? I was like, I feel like all it's going to tell us is like, your lining's fine.
0: Totally. Like,
1: there is almost no chance that it's going to tell us anything else.
0: Right. It might be like, well, it was this thick on this day, so we're going to do it this day.
1: (laughs) It's like, that's the day we would have done it anyway.
0: Well, I don't, I can't even imagine. I don't, it was very depressing. I went into a bit of a spiral on Friday at work. He did. Because she texted me that information while I was at work and I did not handle it well.
1: Okay, came I'm very sad.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just uh
1: You haven't been in a great mood all weekend.
0: I have not been in a great mood all weekend. And I think part of that is because of this. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I mean it's a lot. I'm sad that I'm gonna be missing the appointment. I'm sad that the um the uh the bill is due. Yeah. I'm sad that it's going to cost so much. I'm sad that we have no money. I'm sad that it's, uh, you know, our credit score is going to go down as we drop this on it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, these are all, I'm sure relatable things that some people have gone through. Yeah, Others of you who listen to the podcast might have some insurance. That's a bit better. Others of you might be paying even more. And maybe there's a few independently wealthy listeners out there who don't have this worry. But let me tell you, it does add a layer of stress to the whole thing that probably isn't great for either bodies.
1: You know what I talked about on their therapist this week? No. The fact that my our my parents have not even offered like a token of money. Like I know they can't afford to pay for anything because they uh-huh. don't have that money. Right. But I feel like even like a we want to help you. Here's a hundred dollars for your meds or something. Yeah. Like just a gesture. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they haven't done that, I realize, has really upset me.
0: Well, you know, maybe they're just waiting. They're waiting for, for you to actually be pregnant and then they'll think it's real. Cause right now, what do they think I'm doing? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a it's a very complicated situation with all of this. It's very I don't know. I wish we could have a natural child, but guess what? We can't. So, we have to deal with all this shit that everyone else is dealing with. Yeah. That's listening, except for the weirdos who aren't uh, trying to have a baby <laughs> and listen to the podcast. Those people, like the 16-year-olds. Guys, enjoy your time. Yeah enjoy that you are not going through this and
1: and boys keep your balls cool
0: boys keep your balls cool um and uh just you know just really hang in there everybody it's gonna be okay probably cool fact
2: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombus just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks. Tease. And underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're gonna keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out, uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. You know, stripes on the top, and it's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, two, And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Anyway, I suppose we should get to the email now that I've been sufficiently depressed. Okay. Unless you want to talk about more stuff.
1: Well, I just feel like we finally have stuff to talk about.
0: We do. Um, it's hard. I, I don't know. There's stuff. It just, I don't know. I, how, what are we going to talk about? How much can I go into really?
1: As much as you want. It's uh, our podcast.
0: I know, but it's just like, uh, it just works so much. And, uh, I'm still behind the eight ball and everything well, and it's as a result, not of, uh, not of frivolous spending, not of like, uh, uh, I don't know, a drug problem. It's not of these <laughs> things. Well, I do have a drug problem. It's just progesterone is the drug. That's the problem. The progesterone
1: um, is not that expensive.
0: It was a joke. Oh, um, I see. But it just, it's hard. You know, we got married. We had a pretty good-sized wedding.
1: That we paid for.
0: That we paid for. It took us a little while to pay for that, and we paid for that. As soon as we finished paying for that, and we were debt-free and a happy married couple, we realized that my sperm is dumb and Dory's eggs are old. So then we just started having to pay for that. And, uh, you know, it's not like I'm getting these influx of... uh, cash from anything so here we are turns out the book business is not as lucrative as some might have thought
1: (laughs) i tried to tell you that
0: Uh, listen i know i know it's not um but uh you know we'll buckle down for a couple months and i'll just work till i die uh and we'll really we'll really we'll be ahead of things here
1: that sounds so depressing
0: it is Well, I'm just thinking about the fact that like the next, you know, some odd months of my life are going to be devoted to seven days a week of work. Um, and it's, it's, it's weighing on me quite a bit, you know, I have three podcasts I have to do every weekend. I have a live, uh, show that I have to tape, uh, Monday nights and I am working full time on the Goldbergs and it's. It's a lot. It's a lot. Sometimes at the Goldbergs, we're not getting out of work till 10 o'clock at night. And, right. And, you know, I don't see my wife. I leave at 9 o'clock in the morning. I get home at 10. And then you think, oh, I have the weekends to her. Well, guess what? I have to go record a James Bonding podcast or a Star Trek podcast or this one. So, you know, and there's a chance that it could get even busier for me coming up. And it's very, uh, you want to throw into that the fact that we uh, are going to have to have uh a uh, transfer which is an extra layer of stress mm-hmm. i don't know it's a very stressful time <sighs> very stressed i'd like to just do one job go home see spider-man call it a week but you know that's not what we're doing i know Anything else you'd like to talk
1: about? Mm. No. Okay. I think I'm okay. Good. I just felt like we needed to talk that through.
0: I've talked it through with you. Why did we need to talk it through again?
1: You don't have to get an attitude.
0: Well, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how much people want to hear that. Hear about our stress. I think they want to hear about well, it. Well, guys, we're just like you. We're also stressed out. Yeah. Um, and that is that is the life of 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 Dory and Matt at gmail.com or Matt and at gmail.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you're also stressed, call us at four one three four six one baby. And show discussion. I mean, do we do the people who don't like us talking about our lives up front?
1: That was just our lives, our non-IVF
0: lives. Oh, okay. So, welcome to the show, everybody who's been listening. (laughs) Time for email. We have an update from Chris. Parenthetical, low testosterone. Hey, man, Dory, this is an update to my last email. After taking the Clomid for five months, I went back in for a check on my numbers. While my testosterone numbers went up significantly... They were on the high end of normal. My sperm count topped out at 4 million. We then made the decision that we would try artificial insemination one time as my wife still worried about being a, quote, old mom. We then started talking to an OBGYN that specializes in artificial insemination and were told that the local medical group has stopped performing the sperm wash and we were referred to specialists an hour away. Both of these would require... A multiple month wait, so we've officially stopped trying. Oh boy, this has sent me into a bit of a funk. Welcome to Funk Town, Chris. <laughs> but I am slowly coming out of it. Good to hear. Uh, I do get to count myself lucky that I have a daughter who just happened to have been born uh, before I met her. That I oh, get before he to
1: met know. his wife.
0: Also, I assume before he met his daughter. Well, yes, she was also born before she.
1: <laughs> well, no she met him she met he met her when she was born
0: no from what i'm what i am presuming from this is that he is uh the father but the yes. stepfather no no
1: he's the father the, the his wife is the stepmother
0: oh I'm so confused by the words of her pronoun usage, Chris. I'm sorry if I confused myself. I ran myself into a bit of a confusion circle. Uh, I'm going to get off at this exit. Circle of confusion. Uh, Again, thank you for the podcast. I look forward to listening to your journey and see where this all takes you both. Cheers from Chris. Well, Chris, thank you um i am very confused by this i'm just gonna read to you three words i see in the future and one of them is lavender so okay i assume that this is something for dory to read
1: this is from kendra Mm -hmm. and she says hi dory and matt i wanted to quickly write in regarding beth's email in episode 39 about hair loss Remember that email? Uh,
0: I do remember that email. If anyone has experienced it, please write in. And here we are.
1: Here we are. Hair loss. I lost so much hair between meds and my first science pregnancy that I now look like a mad scientist going bald. Huh. Some growing back and not, some not. I turned to one of my friends who's big into oils. So she has had bald spots and has started using essential oils in her shampoo and has seen visible results. I've gotten the oils and have added them to my shampoo and conditioner. So far, my hair is soft, but no regrowth yet. But I've only washed my hair three times with it. Oh. God only knows with a 16-month-old, I don't get to wash it as much as I would like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not sure if it is something she might be interested in, but here are the ingredients and amounts. One drop per each ounce of shampoo of lavender, cedarwood, and rosemary. Mm. Thanks so much, and keep up the awesome podcast. Owen totally thought of you guys as I had a lobster roll from Kelly's Roast Beef last week.
0: Nice.
1: Cheers, Kendra.
0: Oh, I love a Kelly's roast beef. Sagas, honey.
1: I remember. Maybe she
0: went to the Medford one.
1: Um, so, yeah. So, okay. Essential oils. Worth, worth a shot.
0: I think that I'm going to start doing this because I have hair loss, but not from medication. Just from being an old man. Y-
1: you could use Rogaine.
0: Uh, not around pregnant women or women hoping to be pregnant.
1: Not even around them?
0: I don't think so.
1: I thought they just couldn't use it.
0: I don't know. But then if you use Rogan, you have to keep using it. Right. Which I I forget, I forget everything I have to do all the time. <laughs> uh, this is from Morgan. My husband and I are going through IVF because of severe male factor infertility. His first sperm count was less than 100. The urologist put my husband on Clomid and Anastrozole. Again, I'm probably mispronouncing that. Mm. And his count came up to 3 million. Wow. The urologist also recommended that my husband have surgery to repair a varice-
1: varicocele.
0: varicocele, which is also another thing I have. But my RE said it was unlikely to bring up the count that significantly. He's correct. Sometimes only 100%. What are you going to do with 6 million sperm? Same thing. Um, we would probably still need IVF, so we decided to skip the surgery. Same. Ditto. After two rounds of IVF and having a, 30, a total of 35 eggs retrieved. Damn, girl. We now have three PGS normal embryos. Oh. Same.
1: Yeah. Well, we had.
0: Right. But this all seems very familiar. Yes. Like, I feel like 35 was about our number.
1: Yeah, actually, if you add in all of the eggs. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's what she's doing.
1: Oh, wow. Interesting.
0: Uh, And we were told uh, that the low blastocyst rate is likely because of poor sperm quality. We were not told that Um, until Dr. Beck. Right. (laughs) Uh, which I feel like no one ever told us before.
1: Oh my God, Morgan. Uh, Morgan,
0: we are, is this me from the past? (laughs) In any case, we are kind of wishing that he had the surgery. Oh, that's not gonna, I don't know, I don't know. And we are wondering if he should potentially still have it done to help the future children. I think you have spoken briefly about varicoseals before, but I would love to hear if you or other listeners who have had success with varicoseal surgery, particularly if there were any improvement between cycles of IVF. Speaking of urologists, I can't help but laugh every time you talk about Bo and other dogs with balls at the park. (laughs) don't remember how I came across this, but there is actually a company that makes prosthetic testicles for dogs that have been neutered. I can't imagine who would pay for such a thing, but according to their website, there is over half a million caring pet owners who have purchased these for their dogs. So the next time you're at the dog park, you think the dog has balls. Just remember, it might be neuticles
1: nudicles i
0: don't know if that's a thing that my our 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 enemy shepherd has
1: i think he has real testicles I think he has real testicles yeah
0: but he could have nudicles uh morgan we are simpatico yeah S- very similar situations um we have not had the varicose seal fixed on my on my balls um but again, I only have 1 million. Mm. This guy has 3 million. So, maybe to go from 3 to 6 million.
1: That that would be an improvement.
0: Might be better than going from 1 million to 2 million. Mm. Um and that's uh, up to 100%. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not guaranteed that you're going to get 100% more sperm. Yeah, I
1: would be really curious to hear from people who had the surgery and they saw a, a like an there was uptick. a real uptick.
0: I mean, I, you know, what you might want to try is keeping his balls cool for a round. Yeah. You know, if we do it again, um, you know, there'd be some, there'd be some things going on downstairs for me, I bet. Mm -hmm. Like keeping my balls cool. You also
1: took those supplements.
0: I did take supplements for this last round. Yeah. Which, um. We had the same results. Same results. So. We
1: did, I think we had one more make it to blast, but then only one was normal. Yeah.
0: We had a lot of. we had a lot of fertilize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we only, we only we have one. So we have, we have currently two PGS normal embryos right now. So there's a lot riding on this August adventure mm-hmm. that you're all going to be privy to. Oh boy. Oh boy. What a time to Buckle subscribe.
1: <laughs> to Matt and Dory's excellent adventure. If you know
0: anyone else going through similar things, <laughs> tell them to subscribe. Um, so if you, if anyone out there has had the varicocele surgery, I'd like to know about your results. Yeah. It'd be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from the Infectious Diseases Doctor. Just listen to episode 36 and am responding to the sperm signal that you sent out on behalf of the writer who traveled to India pre-IVF and was worried about Zika exposure. I'm the Infectious Disease Doctor who wrote in earlier. My heart goes out to that listener. It's stressful to go through IVF and navigating so many unknowns. I can only imagine that her Zika concerns make it that much harder. It's hard for me to comment too much on her individual situation. I would definitely encourage her to seek out the opinion of an infectious disease or tropical medicine specialist in her area. So her entire history can be reviewed in detail and some kind of estimation of the risk of Zika can be ascertained. The doctor could also talk to her. More about whether testing for Zika might be useful at this point or not. And about whether her feel her fetal monitoring slash screening would be indicated when she gets pregnant when she does get pregnant. India reported three cases of Zika infection in May, which is why the world health organization has, was changed. Uh, world health classification. Sorry. Mm. Uh, It is thought that Zika transmission has been occurring at low levels in India, but hard to know for sure because there have not been very active surveillance or reporting of Zika activity there until recently. Hmm. (sighs) So, find your local infectious disease (laughs) slash tropical (laughs) disease doctor.
1: Just sounds like like modern medicine was not equipped for this
0: modern modern medicine is not equipped for anything that's happening right now yeah literally anything
1: it's a it's a little scary
0: what are you doing honey
1: i'm getting a voicemail oh yep
0: Your voicemail ready? has been gotten
2: Matt this is Tenley I've emailed you guys before Um, I'm the girl who is doing Japanese or what's called mini IVF I'm on my fifth IVF cycle and I'm actually right now waiting on PGS results which is just the waiting as you guys say is totally bananas it's ridiculous but anyway I'm calling about two things one um, you guys had an emailer on there regarding PGS results and if she could get pregnant based on the fact that she had tried with an FET and it didn't work and she just didn't know if down the road she could still get pregnant with the remaining PGS embryos. And based on all my research, we're actually banking our embryos because we're getting married next year. Um, Based on all my research, yes, she can. And all the Instagram girls, um, my big group on Instagram, they have all gotten pregnant even though their first PGS embryo didn't work. Um, and that the reason is that they've done the receptivity tests, much like you, Dory. Uh, by the way, good, good luck on that. And I'm so hoping for you guys to do an awesome FET. But they also did Love Knocks, and they did baby aspirin, and there's some other um, medication you can take to help with any blood clotting issues or cervix issues. So I'd encourage her to talk to her doctor about that. The second thing is you guys talked about how there are no good dog parks. In LA, and I True. have to disagree. What I live in Venice, and there are some awesome dogs. You parks live
0: in Venice. It's um, not of them LA. Is in
2: Playa Vista, it's shaded, it's beautiful, it's clean, and best of all, all the dogs are fixed. And another one is in Venice so called think. Jocelyn Dog Park, another great one where all the dogs are really nice and shaded and clean. Anyway, so I just wanted to drop a line and talk to you guys, and let you know you're doing an awesome job. Thank you so much for all the work you do, and. I'm a Bostonian. I also met my fiancé on Tinder. So go Red Sox. Mm. We're number one in the AL East right now. So that's awesome. Still are. And um, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thanks for all that you do. Talk to you soon. Bye.
0: Uh, listen, a lot of, lot, of, lot of knowledge dropped there. Mm-hmm. But this Venice and Playa Vista situation, <laughs> I love Bo dearly. More than almost anything. Um, but I can't... In good conscience to drive him every day (laughs) to Venice or Plyvist. Or Plyvist.
1: No, that's just insane. (laughs)
0: It is. Uh maybe on like a like a weekend and I got up at seven. Mm. You know, I could do it. But sorry, buddy.
1: You know what we could do? Mm. We could get a sidecar for the bikes. We could bike to Playa Vista on the uh, on the would Bologna be Creek Trail. so
0: scared of everything that we pass.
1: Well, first of all, he hates bikes.
0: Yeah, and he'd be you know, sealing up a seventy pound dog in one of those is not really no. what they're built for.
1: You're right. It's probably not practical.
0: <laughs> but I will certainly, you know, I'm happy to go try those dog parks, you know. I occasionally have a weekend day where I get a burger William I could take him.
1: I wish there was a closer dog beach.
0: Closer than the Long Beach. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're just, we're far from the beach as it is relative to places like Venice.
1: No, but I'm saying like on the, like on a weekend I've thought, you know, cause like I have taken him to the dog beach a few times,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. but like it's usually an hour each way.
0: Yeah. It's a big commitment.
1: And if there was a dog beach in Playa Vista or Playa Del Rey or whatever, wherever that is,
0: Mm -hmm. I would take him
1: there. On a weekend.
0: Is there a Playa del Rey? Yes. Where is that? San it's Diego? It's next
1: to Marina del Rey.
0: Oh. Wow. So you can look, you can Playa Vista or you can Playa del Rey. Mm-hmm. couple of playas for you. Yep. Um, it is... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen
1: This is from Katrina, and she says, uh, Matt and Dory, I had to write in after hearing the voicemail played on the last episode, critical of Matt's recent advice to the letter writer, contemplating contacting his half-siblings who are likely unaware of his existence. I thought Matt's advice to try and find out about the half-siblings family situation before reaching out was very insightful. Conversely, I found the caller's argument that withholding this news would only be protecting, quote, a philanderer to be disheartening and somewhat naive. Mm. Finding out I had a half sister 12 years ago was incredibly destabilizing for me, but devastating for my mother. Mm. She was unaware my father had had a child who was put up for adoption before they met. He and several of his family members had kept this from my mother since they met. Mm. And since my father had been dead for several years before my half sister came into our lives, there was no opportunity for closure for anyone. All this to affirm that family dynamics can be messy. It's also possible that such news could hit at a particularly bad time. It's hard to know what other people are going through at any given time. All the more reason to be cautious when approaching new half siblings. My half sister could definitely have handled her revelation more delicately had she done more research, but finding out about her, it was never going to be good news. I'm genuinely surprised to be on the same page as Matt on this one. <laughs> we typically only ever agree about Frazier. Mm. Love the podcast. All the best, Katrina.
0: Maybe I'm more thoughtful than you thought, Katrina. I mean, maybe I'm always coming at it. From 17 Steps Ahead. Oh. That's just, that's that's the kind of thing you'll get from Matt Myra is uh, thinking far, far down the road. Should towards, we hear another voicemail? Towards crippling debt thanks to the $17,000 bill. Uh, what's up, honey? Should we listen to another sure. voicemail? Sure.
3: Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Ruthie calling from Boston. What up? Your fave. Anyway, I'm calling because I'm in my third cycle of IVF now, mm-hmm. um, with many, many losses. we We've had Two. early miscarriage. We had twins months. at 23 weeks.
0: Oh, brutal.
3: I lost a PGD, PGS normal embryo about three months ago. Oof. And now we are going to cycle again and try to make some normal embryos. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many other things. I also suffered an AVM. I don't know if you know what that is. It's sort of like an aneurysm that bursts in my uterus and I'm almost dies. Yada, yada, yada. Jesus. Anyway, um, I'm going through it. I'm sort of just feeling defeated. My husband basically said that if we have to adopt, he does not want children, which is super heartbreaking for me. And I was pretty mm-hmm. shocked. Um, I guess it's just not a conversation you have before you get married, maybe? I don't cool. know. Turn maybe around. people do. We didn't. So now, after all this loss and heartbreak and going through it, I just am wondering, you know, if you think if there's any possibility he might come around and change his mind if we get to that point?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. It feels like a lot of pressure. So that's it. Just wanted your thoughts on the matter. Um, wishing you guys good luck with this next cycle. I know It's brutal. Anyway, hope to hear from you on the podcast. Keep
0: up the awesome work. Bye. Ruthie, you've been through a lot, and I appreciate your call. And uh, you sound, just imagine if you would weren't in Massachusetts, what that would be costing you.
1: <laughs> that is so true.
0: Uh, but here's my whole thought on this adopting situation. He might think he doesn't want to adopt a baby, but I'm telling you, if you could adopt some sort of dog... Named Bo. Well, it doesn't have to be specifically Bo. I think if you can adopt a dog with your husband, he'll realize that he can love something that he adopted just as much as he would love something that he had. Like, if I gave birth to Bo, I'd probably love him the same. Whoa. It'd be very strange. That
1: would be really weird.
0: Yes, but, uh, yeah, no, the heart does soften. Even yours? Yeah, well, yes, dangerously so. Probably need surgery. Um, yeah, that's that's what I think. That that I think is a good way of approaching that's, this adoption issue.
1: I don't hate that.
0: I, I hope Katrina agrees with me. She only agrees with me on Fraser. Mm, usually, yeah.
1: Things might have changed.
0: Who knows? Yeah. She might realize that I'm very insightful. <laughs> uh. Yes, Ruthie, that that's our that's my that's my advice to you. I do think, yeah, I do think he can change, and I do I think his opinion can change, and I think that one way to do it is that. Uh, this is from anonymous. I love listening to the podcast. I'm an aspiring genetic counselor and want to specialize in PGD. So it's great hearing the perspectives of you two and your other infertility listeners. A lesbian couple recently wrote in about the desire uh, desiring a girl over a boy, which is which was similar to your desire to have a girl first. Here's my thought on that. Getting pregnant the first time after infertility is often harder than the second time.
1: I, so, okay. I read this several times and I think, um, oh. it, but then she like, contradicts herself. Well,
0: I'm going to keep reading and find out. Okay. I, first of all, this first statement makes sense to yeah. me that once you get pregnant, it becomes easier to get pregnant.
1: Right. Is that what she said though? Yes. Okay. Because I thought she said the opposite. No. Okay. All right. Did I read it wrong? I I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe I just missed it. Getting pregnant
0: the first time after infertility is often harder than the second time.
1: Oh, I heard getting pregnant the first time after infertility. And in my mind, after infertility was was the first time getting
0: Uh, pregnant. I I
1: see.
0: Uh, Since you have more male embryos, it might be wiser to try with them first. If you do get pregnant, even if it's a miscarriage, you'll be more likely to get pregnant soon after. I don't know any official numbers, but I believe the theory around it says that once your body has been pregnant, it learned and your hormones reset, making it more fertile. I think this is worth considering for all couples who find themselves with a plethora of one sex, but we're hoping for the other.
1: Well, we don't have a plethora of male
0: embryos. No, we don't. They do. The lesbian couple that wrote in two, three weeks ago.
1: Oh, I thought she, this email really confused me (laughs) because she addressed it. seemed
0: very clear.
1: She addressed it to us, but she was actually addressing it to the couple.
0: Uh, a lesbian couple who recently wrote oh, I know, in but she
1: said a plethora... Never
0: mind. Whatever. Having a girl first. This all made perfect sense okay. to me, anonymous listener. And Great. I believe to some of our listeners, it also made perfect sense. Okay. However, some other listeners could have also been confused.
1: Okay. Thank you.
0: But you and I are on the same page, anonymous. Maybe Katrina is too. This is from Alan. He had emailed us about jerking off with his dog in the back seat. Uh, he then said, "A an classic, email. Yes, excellent adventure maybe email. Maybe the best written email we've ever received."
1: Well, last week's email from Jolene.
0: Yes, Jolene's was very good. It
1: was well. very good. There yeah. were several people in the Facebook group who were like, "Jolene, are you here? We loved your email." <laughs>
0: Jolene, where are you at?
1: I don't think she's in the Facebook group. Jolene,
0: get out of the Facebook group. They love you over there. (laughs) Uh, Four fertilized eggs. uh, and They were putting them all in. He had been worried about flying to a wedding in August. And then we got this email. Hey, Matt and Dory, just in case you do read my last email on the show and are all happy and excited and full of hope for us, we got the results today. Negative. I'm sorry. We're both crushed and heartbroken. Not only a huge amount of money down the drain. Tell me about it. Uh... This was the one thing that was supposed to work. And of course, there's always a chance it wouldn't, but we got our hopes up. Got a blood test this morning and finally got a negative result from the doctor this afternoon. I have to wait two more weeks to hear anything more. So at least we don't have to stress out about flying while pregnant. So there's that. But our clinic and doctor have been very squirrely about the what if it doesn't work question. No one said anything. Uh, No one said what... The next thing that happens is if IVF doesn't work and things like cost. Uh, well, that may have been covered by the clinic initially. How long we have to wait, reasons why it didn't work, etc. It's just a real bummer. I've heard people on the podcast talk about how they have had to do multiple retrievers and transfers, but I always assumed it would work for us in one go. That is an assumption many have made, only to be
1: very wrong. very
0: wrong, including us. So, yeah, there we go. Any advice is appreciated, by I assume, just like everyone, it's a bit of a who the hell knows case. I may drink heavily in it tonight. Uh, Alan, don't drink too heavily. We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've all gone through this uh, fun hell that is IVF, and we've all come out on the other side. Some of us pregnant, some of us not pregnant. We're still in it. We thought it would work the first time. Yeah. I was convinced it was, and I'm usually right.
1: You were not right about this. I was
0: not right about it. Um, but I was right about our doctor. Okay. Hi, it's Matt. God, it's always right about everything. Uh, except when he's wrong. Except when I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, these things, you know, it sucks. Costs a lot of money. You have to really want it. And you go through hell, and at the end, you're hopefully rewarded. And if you're not rewarded, it feels like shit. But yep. I bet you and your wife are closer.
1: Yeah. Do you think we're closer?
0: Uh, Sure.
1: Why are you making that face, Matt?
0: I was hiding behind email. I don't know what you meant.
1: So you don't think we're closer? No, of course we
0: are. I mean, we actually talk to each other about things other than me being tired and depressed.
1: Hmm. That's true.
0: <laughs> just kidding. We still talk about that. Um,
1: sometimes he even lets me be tired and depressed.
0: I always let you do that. If you want to do it, you can do it. Um, do you have any advice for Alan?
1: Um, I would say just talk to your doctor as soon as possible Yeah. and ask him or yeah. her what the next steps are.
0: And I would also say that, uh, something to remember is that it's not it's not always gonna happen the way you want it to happen yeah and that's a hard that's as hard a thing as anything to cope with the fact that you wanted something to happen so badly and it didn't happen is i think sometimes harder to cope with than the thing actually not happening so if you can sort of get that part of your brain out the fact that Not always going to happen the way you want to happen. You can then allow yourself to deal with the real issue, which is what do you do next? Yeah. That's some more advice from Matt. Thanks for tuning in, folks. This email comes from Julia. She has a couple of questions. Guess what? I probably have two answers. One. Are you ready? Mm Hmm. Wondering for parents when you use donor egg or sperm. If you choose not to tell your children, how do you handle medical histories? Interesting. I would imagine this would be a concern, but am I missing something?
1: I feel like you have to tell them.
0: (laughs) You have to tell them what?
1: That they were conceived with donor eggs or donor sperm.
0: You could also just make up a medical history for them. Yeah. You could be like, well, your father has had these heart problems. That seems... Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But then dad's like, I really didn't have these harm problems. That's, we're t- talking about the guy. I, mean,
1: I, I don't think you have to tell them like from the second they're born, but I think at some point you have to tell them. Um, I mean, we've talked about this
0: a bunch. Yeah, we have. We have. Julia, we've addressed some of this, but to answer your question, I think uh, we. I think on this podcast we've come to the conclusion that you tell them and you try to let them understand things from as early a age as possible.
1: Yeah. As possible. As a
0: possible. (laughs) As early age as a possible. Uh, So that's that's my answer to number one. Number two, I was recently diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. uh, And I have always been on the fence about having kids. But curious for any other listeners who have been diagnosed with other long-term illnesses that involve long-term medication that you cannot be pregnant while on. Do you have to go off your meds to become pregnant? How was the experience? Do you have any advice on how to go about on the process? Now, Julia, this is one I do not have an answer this is a very for.
1: interesting question.
0: But this is certainly something we can put out the sperm signal for. Yep. Uh, so, listeners out there, have you had long-term illnesses? Have you been diagnosed with them? Have you had medication that you shouldn't become pregnant on? Have you stopped to get pregnant? Did it work?
1: All of these All of these questions.
0: Julia, you have more than a couple of questions, but we hopefully have more than a couple of answers. Uh, For your listener who asked about songs to add to her IVF playlist for a while, I used Queen by Janelle Monae. And it got me excited for a job I was not excited about. Mm Uh... What's Janelle Monae up to? She, she's, a, she's, a, I feel she's, like she's such just, a fucking She's
1: very presence. talented.
0: She's such a presence. I
1: thought she came out with an album like last year.
0: Well, I mean, I better check it out. Yeah. But she's really like one of these like Bruno Mars types. She's like,
1: very talented. Yeah, it's
0: weird that I'm now saying Bruno Mars types. Yeah, it is. But that little motherfucker is very talented. He's extremely talented. He's like the Carly Rae Jepsen of his generation. <laughs>
1: He's more successful than Carly Rae. I know.
0: That was the joke. Poor Carly. Did we get through all the emails? Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought we had a stack of emails to get through over on this side, but its I'm realizing it's just your movie.
1: Yeah, it's my outline.
0: Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Do we have anything else to say? This is a very short podcast. Is it? Yeah.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Okay, well, tomorrow at 10 a.m. is Dory's appointment. She has to be there at 9.15 a.m. <laughs> She's probably going to leave the house at 8.30? 8.30. Uh, to get to there. And I'm probably going to leave the house. I want to get to work early because it's table read day. Mm. So I'm going to have to leave very early to drive to Culver City. Boy, oh, boy. What's Bo doing tomorrow?
1: Nah, uh, Mary Jane's coming.
0: Mary Jane's coming. So we have to get him walked in the morning yep. and ready for her. Yep boy bo you're in for you're in for a big day tomorrow i hope i see him when he's awake Aww. sometimes i come home and he's sleeping on the couch waiting for me
1: i know when matt comes home late and i go to bed yeah he doesn't come into the bedroom with me he waits for matt
0: <laughs> he does and it's then he's so he...
1: sad that's not
0: sad it's cute he's out here waiting and then you know once i'm out here he looks at me he licks my face and then <laughs>
1: And then he comes into the I, bedroom and like, do you. what
0: I need to do out here. I'll like go to the bathroom, wash up, uh, get ready for bed, and then I turn this light off out here in the di- in the dining room, and then I say, Time for bed, buddy. And I turn when I turn off the lights in the bath in the kitchen, that's when he knows that it's time to get Aww. up and wander to bed. Wow. And he does, and then he goes to bed. Sometimes he buries his head in the carpet and makes noises. It's so cute when he does that. He does, uh, yeah. He does a lot of head scratching on the carpet here.
1: We think it's allergies.
0: We do, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that we'd had some sort of hypothesis as to what it was. Yeah. Wow, well, that's interesting.
1: I don't think they're really bad because mm-hmm. he's not like sneezing and. But I think his face is itchy sometimes yeah. because of allergies. I'm, I'm sure that carpet is not
0: great. He tried to get rid of it. I know. They said no. I think if they knew we would be in this house for five years, they probably would have gotten rid of it. Four years. Is it only four? Mm. Feels like longer. It does. Um, yeah. That's our that's our bow update of the week. <laughs> uh, everybody, I hope you're downloading and listening to Star Trek The Next Conversation. Myself and Andy Secunda on the Matt Meyer Podcast Network. That doesn't really exist. But if it did exist, it would have... Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure and Star Trek The Next Conversation on it. Uh, We recorded a new episode this week about the documentary that William Shatner made about the making of Star Trek The Next Generation, which I got to tell you, for two TV writers to watch the bullshit that went on there, it's insane, up to and including Gene Roddenberry's lawyer (laughs) sneaking into writers' offices and changing scripts.
1: I, I caught some of that. As I was eating breakfast this morning, and yeah. I was like, "Did they just say the lawyer?" Yeah. So, <laughs> and then the WGA got involved uh, and, got and him banned barred, him barred
0: from the lot, but and he, somehow snuck, he on. snuck back in, <laughs> started changing more scripts. Uh, so that explains why the first season of Star Trek isn't great, and the second season's a mess because of the writer's strike. But Andy and I go very much into depth on that, so it's an interesting story to have a listen to. Star Trek: The Next Conversation. You can download that. James Bonding is coming back at the beginning of August. So if you've missed Matt Gorley and myself, I don't know how you've missed either of us. He has four podcasts. I also have four podcasts. <laughs> um, but maybe you've missed us talking about James Bond. So we recorded yesterday. Or maybe they
1: missed you guys
0: together. We do have a lot of chemistry that I can't, I really can't explain. It's very special. It is really something. So He's
1: like the nicest person.
0: Oh, he's the best. Matt Gourley the best. Uh, yeah, so August coming to Earwolf, James Bonding, um, and otherwise, watch the Goldbergs on Wednesday nights. I don't know what they're airing during the summer, Mm. but, uh, yeah. God, I can't believe, I can't believe we have a table read tomorrow. We're back in it.
1: You're back in it. Back. It's, It's all happening.
0: To life, back to reality. Yeah. All right. Well... For those of you who are Patreon supporters and enjoyed the vamping that we just did to stretch out the time of the podcast <laughs> to make it a full hour for you, uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash We have a number of reward tiers, including some Patreon-only bonus episodes where you'll hear about appointments before anyone else does, and sometimes in more detail. Uh, we released our first Patreon-only mini episode two weeks ago. It was about a half hour long. Uh, it was a hoot. It was fun, and it's there. You can also still support us the traditional way via PayPal and Venmo by going to excellent.com forward slash
1: excellentadventure.com.
0: Oh, it says excellent. Oh, it does? Yes. Yeah. excellentadventure.com forward slash donate. And uh, believe me, we could use it because we have a giant bill that I'm very worried about. Anyway. Uh, so this, this week the names were done by, uh, Ms. Dory Shiffreer. Yep. The Mrs. Matthew Myra, if you will. <laughs>
1: I don't, but. Why don't you? Because I wanted to keep my I mean, name. it's
0: proper, it's proper though, to be like Mr. and Mrs. Matthew Myra. Uh,
1: according to who?
0: Probably someone who would answer, uh, columns in the 30s uh-huh. Like Miss Manners yeah, would probably say it's that. It's 2017. It's almost the 2030s
1: um okay anyway Matt if,
0: if something came addressed to Mr. and Mrs. Matthew Myra it would then just be for me no
1: things have come addressed to Mr. and Mrs. Matthew Myra but I
0: should just take whatever's in it for me
1: no I didn't say
0: that oh interesting
1: oh god anyway yes I did the names tonight listen
0: people call me Mr. Shafrir all the time when we check into hotels
1: because I asked Matt to make dinner And I came home, and he was making dinner, and then he was like, I haven't had time to do the names. Why don't you do the names? And I was like, okay, I'll do the names.
0: And then I looked at her as she struggled, and I said, harder than you thought, huh? And she didn't say anything, just gave me an exasperated look. But these are the names for July 9th, 2017. These are our excellent eggheads. These are yes. our donors. These are the people we care about more than everyone else.
1: And I did predictions.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Dory has made some predictions. Yep, I have not heard these. Here we go. Uh, Tanya Davidova,
1: after adopting a potbelly pig, Tanya will quit her job to start a potbelly pig sanctuary in Montana.
0: What's it going to be called?
1: Potbelly Pig Sanctuary.
0: All right. I mean. I feel like it should be called. Uh, I don't know. You know what? What if the What if she bought? Here's what you would really. Here's what you should say. That she has a potbelly pig sanctuary, and it's on Blanket Street, and she calls the sanctuary "Pigs pig. in a Blanket."
1: Are you giving me notes uh, on my fun fact?
0: Here's, well, let's Cause find I don't out.
1: interrupt you.
0: Here's here's Sherry Olson. What do you got for Sherry?
1: At age fifty. Sherry decides to train for the Senior Olympics. Her sport is luge.
0: Ah, interesting. Sherry, look out! Wear a helmet, please. It's very dangerous. Uh, Ross Mandin.
1: Ross was a child Sudoku prodigy, but he won't play as an adult until he has a dream where he's visited by a Sudoku wizard who tells him he must start playing again for the good of humanity.
0: I don't hate that. Ryan Solo.
1: Ryan and his partner will buy a rundown mansion that they renovate themselves and turn into their town's most popular haunted
0: house. Oh, renovating a rundown. Keep it rundown. Ryan, save yourself some work. It's going to be haunted. Kate Howley.
1: Kate can recite Pi to the 657th decimal point. Mm -hmm. She will finally break through to 658 and beyond after getting hypnotized.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Interesting, uh, Elena Cathalis
1: Elena will open an art gallery that specializes in paintings of manatees. She will eventually sell a painting to Kim Kardashian for one million dollars. Whoa!
0: Get on that, Elena. Andrew Steinle. Steinley. Steinley. I'm sorry, Andrew. After
1: Nine. donating so much money to Matt and Dory's excellent fa- adventure, Matt and Dory named their firstborn child Andrew Steinley.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> Jonathan Cedarland.
1: After a career selling insurance, Jonathan will decide to become a sushi chef in his retirement and open the most exclusive sushi restaurant in the entire world.
0: What's it called?
1: You're, you're like S- fixated on what I things are called. I just feel like called. there should be
0: puns in all of these.
1: Oh my God, you guys.
0: What if we called it, what if it was this, the restaurant was called Cedarland, but it was spelled S-E-A-derland cedarland i get it chef cedarland it's pretty good thank you alexandra bond
1: alexandra will take up falconry and start a school to teach the next generation of falconers
0: uh this next generation might they be millennials could this be the millennial falcon school (laughs) yes all right
1: are you happy you satisfied got
0: a pun in the end there i feel really good about it uh
1: i feel like I did pretty well.
0: Honey, you did a fantastic job. Such a fantastic job that you might be doing this more often. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Excellent Adventure if you want us to talk about you on the podcast in a way that makes some sense to somebody and no sense to anyone else.
1: You can donate as little as $1 a month. $1 a, a free month. Fact.
0: You can donate a bunch more dollars a month and get an autographed book by Dory. You can get a free podcast every month coming in. I know you already get four, but guess what? There'd be a fifth one in your box You get a picture of us every You get a picture of us. You get a you get, uh, blog post here and there. You just get so much action from Patreon.com, or you can donate the regular way. If you'd like to donate $10 a month to pay for valet parking, I'm sure there's something we could give you. Uh, so... That does it for this week. We'll be back next week with more exciting, excellent adventures. In reality, we're recording. We Oh, please. I would like a lot of emails coming in this week because we have to record one for while we're on vacation just so we don't miss a week with you guys. So if you've been thinking about writing an email and you're like, ah, I don't really know if I want to do it. Do it. It'll help us out. Yeah. Um, now is the time. Now is the time. So tune in next week to find out what happens in Dora's vagina.
1: Ew. <laughs> That was disgusting.
0: Well, I mean, that's where the camera's going.
1: Yeah, but they don't say that as they put it in.
0: Let's see what's going on in <laughs> your vagina, Dory.
1: <laughs> what voice is that? It's
0: um, Dr. Beck.
1: <laughs> that's not how she talks.
0: Uh, Dr. Beck couldn't be here today.
1: <laughs> Why do you have lockjaw?
0: I don't have lockjaw. <laughs> just look at vaginas. Police come in. There he is. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. How's your vagina? <laughs> Wee. out the window he jumped
1: my vagina went out the window no
0: the guy who was snuck into the clinic and pretended to be your vaginaoscopy oh. guy
1: <laughs> oh that guy that guy oh,
2: Ugh. god
0: don't you know these guys no all right bye everybody bye
2: let's get a silver bullet trailer and have a baby bye. i'll safety pin this clothes all cool